This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we are talking about finding your zone of genius. In this episode, I'm going to explain the importance of finding your zone of genius, how perhaps straying away from your zone of genius might have been the cause of certain negative emotions, certain confusion, certain decreases in confidence, and I'll be also providing some guiding questions to help you find what your zone of genius is. As usual, I would love to know where in the world you are, what you're up to, what your environment looks like as you listen to this. So please take a quick picture of where you're at right now and tag me on Instagram at Victoria Sardane. I would love to see. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Today we are talking about finding your zone of genius. So the term, the zone of genius, is one that is coined by Gay Hendricks, who is the author of The Big Leap. It's a book that I've recently finished, and the zone of genius is one of the main concepts that he speaks about in his book. He also speaks about a few others, but there's a big section where he focuses specifically on the zone of genius and how you can find yours. So before we dive into actually finding our zone of genius, I thought I'd explain a little bit about what it is. So although this specific term, the zone of genius, is one that is coined by Gay Hendricks, it's not necessarily a completely new concept. We've all heard of this idea of being, quote unquote, in the zone, right? It's also been known as being in flow state. And the psychologist Jordan Peterson also talks about this when he speaks about being between the world of chaos and order, where it feels like you're kind of on this precarious tight line between the two worlds and you're a bit on the edge and it's usually a place in which you feel this huge sense of drive and buzz and excitement and you tend to get lost in time and this is something that's very rare as humans we're always very conscious of time and the passing of time and the zone of genius is really characterized by being in that place where you forget that time is even passing and you completely lose the sight of time and you almost feel like you're having somewhat of an outer body experience. So that's what the zone of genius means. It's really the place in which you are performing at your best. And it's this combination of you feeling your best, you delivering your best, and it's also a place where the amount of time and effort that you're putting in is relatively minimal as compared to what you're getting out. And that's because it's really the area in which you are performing your best. So it's something that comes relatively naturally to you, that you excel at, that you're doing well, and that actually fuels you with more energy rather than being an area in which it actually drains your energy out. So that's the idea of the zone of genius. And as I said, we've all heard of this phrase of being in the zone or being flow state. It's more or less the same. And the reason why it's so important is because so many of us spend most of our time outside of this zone. There might be short bursts of time where we get quote unquote into the zone or we're in our zone of genius or we feel this feeling of flow state and it's amazing and it's magical, but most of our time is spent elsewhere. And although that is relatively normal and is quite common, 
The struggle really comes when we're not spending any time in our zone of genius. Or let's say we're going through a big phase of our life where we have not spent any of our time within this zone. And it has a really big impact on our confidence when we don't spend any time within this zone. And this is mostly because when we're in the zone, we're at our best. We are our best self. We are doing what we do best. And when we are in the zone, we tend to be pretty conscious of the fact that we are at our best. And that's really the definition, right? Of being in this flow state. It feels different. You know that you are on a roll. You feel that time is just escaping you and you feel like you're driven by this internal force that you can't even explain. And we know what that feels like. It feels different. And that has an impact on our confidence. We can compare that to, let's say, doing an activity that feels like a huge struggle, where we feel like we don't really know what we're doing, or we know that we're not doing the best that we could. And we end up questioning ourselves a lot. And we're really not very confident. And when we're spending big amounts of time doing what we don't do best, then naturally that will impact our confidence as well. It's completely normal that we feel best about ourselves when we are at our best, right? We like ourselves more when we are doing what our best state is. And I'm sure you'll have heard many times that we should love ourselves no matter what, right? But the reality is that when we are at our best, that is when we are contributing the most. That is when we are doing what we were quote unquote, put on this earth to do. That is when we are acting in our truest self in accordance with who we are, who we want to be. We feel authentic and we feel good about ourselves. So it's completely normal that if we don't spend any time within this zone or very little time within this zone, or let's say cross a big phase of life in which we're spending no time within this zone, we start to like ourselves less. We're not doing the things that we do best. And you know what? Thank God, because that pushes us to contribute. That encourages us to get back into the zone. That encourages every single human being on earth to do what they do best, to essentially tap into their unique gift and actually contribute what it is that they can do best as well. And that's where everyone has their zone of genius and all these zones of genius are different. And that's what makes it incredible when we can all come together and actually tap into that zone of genius. So that's why it's important. Just the other week, I was speaking with a client who was expressing how she was feeling a big sense of frustration at work. And she felt that her confidence was plummeting and she felt this loss of meaning and direction and certainty. And she really didn't like the direction it was going. And through our sessions together, we were really able to conclude that she had not been spending any of her time in her zone of genius. She of course had a lot to contribute. She has a lot of talent. She has a lot of great attributes. And there is one key area in which she thrives the most. But this new role that she had taken on a year ago is not one that allows her to operate in her zone of genius. So by having a lot of clarity on this, we were able to nail down what is her zone of genius, what that actually looks like. Is there a way for her to implement this in her job now? And we were able to gain so much clarity in this area of her life that she decided that she would actually speak to her supervisor and express how 
her current role is not one that's actually bringing forth the zone of genius. And it's really a missed opportunity both for her and for the place in which she's working. So now that that's clear, I wanted to help you to gain a bit of clarity around what your zone of genius might be. And I'm gonna be going through a series of questions. Some of these questions are taken directly from the book, The Big Leap. Other questions I've added in myself, some of them I've tweaked a little bit and taken from other resources or from my own personal reflections or discussions with clients, etc. So it's a little bit of a mix. The first question is the most simple question. And to be honest, when I read this question in the book, even though it's the most simple question, it literally was a light bulb moment. So maybe it'll be the same for you. And that question is, what do you most love to do? So simple. What do you most love to do? What is it that you're doing when you find yourself in a state of buzz, of excitement, of losing track of time, and you're in genuine joy? What is it that you most love to do? And this might be related to your job or your career. And if you're lucky enough, then it does. And you know what? It might be something completely different as well. But what is that thing that you most love to do? The next question is, what is your unique ability? The thing that you do best. If you're really not sure on this, then you can even ask yourself, what do others come to you for? What do others ask for advice from you for? Or what do they ask you for help with? That really helps to give you clarity. So what is your unique ability? The next question, and you'll notice that a lot of these are very similar and similar answers may come up, but the idea is just rephrasing them in different ways to potentially bring different ideas up. The next one is, what are you doing when you are at your best? And another way of phrasing this would be, what are you doing when you feel the most like you? Where you feel like you are being your truest version of yourself, what are you doing? And in the book, The Big Leap, he goes even further with this question and asks a follow-up question, which is, when you are doing that thing, where you are at your best or where you feel the most like you, what is the exact thing that you are doing? So taking it a step further and going into a little bit more detail, what specifically about it makes it feel really authentic to you or brings out the best out of you? And then an even deeper follow-up question to that is when you are doing that, that specific thing, what is it that you love the most about it? So I'll give a few examples specifically with those last three follow-up questions to hopefully bring a bit of clarity of what answering these might look like. So you might say, I'm at my best when I'm teaching, let's say. So when I'm teaching, what is it about it exactly that feels the most like me or that really brings the best out of me? Well, maybe it's when I'm reformulating complex ideas in a really simple way. Maybe that's specifically what I'm doing when I'm at my best. And then the follow-up to that is, okay, so when I'm reformulating complex ideas and simplifying them, then what is it that I love the most about it? Well, what I love the most is when I'm able to simplify a complex idea and then the person in front of me gets a light bulb moment. 
and I'm able to transfer a complex idea into something that the person in front of me is able to understand. So that's really interesting, right? That's the zone of genius. It's being able to transform a complex idea into a way that the person in front is able to understand. Let's take another example. Maybe I'm in my best when I'm doing photography. Okay, so when I'm doing photography, the exact thing that I'm doing is analyzing the environment and capturing a moment of beauty. Okay, so when I'm doing that, when I'm analyzing the environment and capturing a moment of beauty, the thing I love the most about it is finding beauty and gratitude in the places you wouldn't expect it. So maybe that's it. Maybe that is your zone of genius, is finding beauty in the places that we wouldn't expect to find it. So those are some questions and some examples to help you find your zone of genius. I really recommend that you take a little bit of time to reflect over this, to perhaps write these questions down. I will have all the questions listed in the show notes below, so you can always just come back to the episode and read the show notes in order to get the questions. You can maybe do a little bit of a journaling exercise with this or bring yourself out for a walk and have a think. But I really hope that going through these will maybe light a few light bulbs. And I just want to end with one last question for you. And this is really once you feel like you have clarified what your zone of genius is, that question would be, how much time have you spent in your zone of genius recently? And that's really a question that will hopefully bring you a bit of clarity as to why you might be feeling the way that you're feeling in this very moment. I would assume that many of us don't spend as much time in our zone of genius as we would like to, or maybe as would be most beneficial for those around us, for the team, for the world, for the community, for all of that. So maybe that might be something that you would like to change, is finding a way that you can spend a bit more time in that zone. But a change like that cannot be brought about until we have clarity. Clarity on, first of all, why that zone is important and also clarity on what that zone is for us. So do that little reflection. I'd love to hear what are your thoughts, what light bulbs came on for you, what realizations might have stemmed from this episode. So please don't hesitate to share. And if you are not sure how to take it a step further, perhaps you're still not clear on what your zone of genius might be, perhaps you're in a phase of transition in your life and you're not sure how to apply this concept to this current phase of transition, then this is where one-on-one coaching comes in. It's where I'm able to help you apply these kind of concepts specifically to your life. We're able to look at exactly where you are now, what's working, what's not, what you want to move into, what you want to let go of and how and where you want to grow personally, professionally, creatively, within your relationships, and more. And we're able to put together a toolbox that works specifically for you and is customized for you. So if this is the kind of journey that you think you need, then please reach out and we can have a really open conversation about where you're at, what you're looking for, and if there's anything that I might be able to do in order to support you to move forward. I hope you enjoyed this short episode and I will see you next week for a brand new one.